You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Good morning, everyone. Oof, what a time to be alive. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not much that I have, that. have to say on that other than if you are struggling right now in the world that we live in, in the egoism that's rampant right now, um, just know that you're not the only one. If you're like Rob and I and you, if you believe in true equality... And uh, if you understand why it's so important, then we are grateful for you. And we are grateful to be here today. Mm -hmm. um, if you fail to seek to understand why that is so important for even you as a whole, um, uh, then it might be worth your while to try to put yourself in someone else's shoes and better understand why people make decisions on how they feel. Um, in this time, it's so critical that we showcase empathy, genuine, authentic empathy towards others, compassion, and truly, truly, truly question our intentions and, and ask ourselves and ask others, you know, what are their intentions? Because uh, there's a lot going on out there and there's a lot to think about and it takes hard, critical thought. That's not easy. It does not make you feel good. But once you go through it, at the end, it makes you feel good as you've thought critically about things. Hmm. And if you're able to do that humbly and objectively, I think that you're going to find that it's a truly uh, mesmerizing exercise. And I uh, am grateful that I have been pushed, challenged uh, by this man right here to humble myself and uh, not live in a world of egoism where you're constantly... Um, just trying to be right and, and say a quip and be like, hi, I got you on Facebook or, or Instagram and really, really seek to understand. And I ask all of you listening to this show that no matter the issue that's being discussed, try to seek to understand. And like how we approach the drone industry where we always go back to fundamentals like we are in these next few questions, go back to fundamentals yourself on these issues. If you were in person's shoes, what would it be like, right? Why are those people saying these things? Why are they? Why do they feel this way? What can be done? There are a lot of very complex issues. And when we live in a world of instant gratification and just doing what feels right, we are only serving our slave minds that is just going to temporarily make us feel better. And we're really not going to change anything or make progress or do what's right for the right reasons. So just like as you pilots come here, to do what's right, to fly safely for the right reasons. Okay, try to do what's right for the right reasons everywhere else for the true understanding that it's not the right reasons for everyone else's benefit, but rather it's the right reasons for your benefit. I don't know what else to say, Rob. I, I was trying to make that as vague as possible. I don't um, think you need to be vague. I mean, we're... Uh and almost, you know, it's it's funny because I think I would uh, I would normally be a person that just says this isn't the place for a conversation about like what's going on in our world. I think people probably come to the podcast expecting not to hear that kind of a stuff. A little relief, a little relief, and so I kind of want to give that. Um, 
then let's give it to them. But let's but at just, the same time, it's man, it's so important. And uh, there's just so much swirling in my mind, <laughs> and this is not the place for it. Maybe we need to do a webinar <laughs> or something. I don't know. Who, I mean, who are we to to have anybody come and and spend time with us talking about this stuff? But um, I don't even know where to start. Love one another. Love one another. That's that's what I have to say. <sighs> it's uh, it's uh, it's easy to get fired up right now. So don't, don't succumb to getting fired up, okay? Focus on the things that fulfill you, that make you happy. And if flying is one of those things that fulfills you and makes you happy, because you are able to help other you're people. You're in the right place. You're in the right place. <laughs> Let's move on. The world is really shitty right now, and we're going to make it a better place because the world needs good-hearted leaders, good, thoughtful leaders that think through the things that they say. Just, yes. <laughs> Right on. I'll play the damn question. (laughs) Hey, guys. Chris from Charlotte, North Carolina. Work at a small contracting company. We recently purchased a Phantom 4 RTK unit and are very unhappy with the remote controller that we are forced to use along with their GS app that's built in. And we were doing some research and uh, ran across the... DJI SDK remote and we're wondering if you had any input or advice and could tell us if we purchased that what would be required with regard to software or apps that would be needed to use as we plan on mapping our missions on an iPad Pro. Thanks guys and talk to you soon. Thank you Chris. Um, It's actually pretty interesting how many questions over the, the weeks and months We've had about the uh, Phantom RTK and, and just various issues. It wasn't what they hoped it would be, the people well, that have it, right? Yeah. I think uh, there were some really key features that were not really uh, given credence when they launched that thing that, you know, for all of us regular Phantom 4 Pro, Phantom 4 Advanced, Phantom 4 Pro V2 and Advanced V2, we're all really happy about, right? Because it showcases that, once again, the thing that we've been saying for years now, that the Phantom is the most valuable drone, dollar for dollar, um, is still true. And so that regular remote that they get, they are restricted to just... It's it's a weird form of GS Pro. It's not really like a... a uh, it's not really GS Pro. So long story short is that there are a lot of limitations in the types of images that you can acquire while still uh, recording the RTK data to the back side of the image, right, or the EXIF part of the image, Mm -hmm. that's the data that really helps the math engines understand where objects really are in space, et cetera. With the Phantom 4 RTK having the regular remote, yes, it is correct that you cannot use third-party applications on that remote. It's the same problem, and it's the same reason as why you never buy a Phantom 4 Pro Plus, Mm -hmm. right? The Plus indicates you get a shitty tablet on your remote, right? I mean, that's it says Plus. It's actually a minus. It should be (laughs) Phantom 4 Pro Minus. Okay. Um, Why didn't they think of that? I don't know. <laughs> Bad messaging. <laughs> Not on brand. Maybe they'll call us for some help. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> uh, just like the FAA won't call us for help. <laughs> anyway. I had to go there. <laughs> yeah, stinger. Um, well, it's no surprise anymore. But hey, the, moving back to the, the P4 RTK. If he does get the SDK remote, you can use... 
a tablet or a device, et cetera, to control the P4 RTK. And there are third-party applications that let the P4 RTK be utilized. I'm pretty sure even Drone Deploy has integration, um, and so does uh, Propeller, um, Pix4D Capture. Uh, I don't know. I've never tried it. I've heard that there's P4P RTK or P4 RTK integration, um, but hmm. I, I've never tried it, so I don't know. And you guys know how I am. If I haven't done it, well, I, I typically caveat that. So um, I have not used it because my understanding is that even with these third-party apps, Rob, if I wanted to do 3D data collection, i.e. free flights, i.e. orbits, i.e. highly oblique imagery, I still have these conundrum workflows of using the P4P RTK that, in my humble opinion, makes it not worth it hmm. if, we're, if, we're, if we're factoring opportunity costs when, when conducting our jobs. And this is important because with the P4P, if I need to create a 3D model and not an ortho mosaic, I don't have to screw around with a particular app or if I'm not getting fix or float GPS information from my RTK at the time based off of, you know, how the information is read, then um, I'm not sure. I, I remember a very long time ago when we were first discussing the P4P RTK and Anga and I were very excited about it. We read in the, in the patent filing that mm. the RTK only wrote RTK data when the camera was at nadir because the drone could calculate the true center position and then calculate the distance from the camera to the center of the sensor. So in a, or in excuse a, me, from the, the, the center of the GPS to the center of the sensor of the camera. Sorry, I need to clarify that. I used the wrong yeah. language. So in effect, you could end up in a situation where you buy the RTK because you think it's going to do Y for you, but you end up needing, say, a Leica system to use with it anyways. Yeah, and then you, you ask the question, right? If you already have GPS equipment, why are you buying the P4P RTK? What's the value? And if you'll talk to a lot of people and they'll be like, the value is no GCPs. If you hear someone say no GCPs, you should run. And we should also take down that podcast from like three or four years ago where I was like, you can make 3D models without GCPs. Yes, you can make 3D models without GCPs, but you cannot make georeference data without them. So hmm. that being said, GCPs are quintessential when creating precision or quote unquote accurate maps. Hmm. And um, the thing is, is that like all these people who are like, we don't use GCPs. Okay, well, then how do you actually prove that you're accurate? Right. Well, maybe they don't. But in this case, this particular remote that he's talking about, this DJI SDK it's remote? It's the P4RTK SDK remote. Gotcha. Okay, so they could potentially use that with their tablet and bring in the apps that they need. I apologize. Was, I, like. I thought I said that. Yes, he can use. Yes, but I was trying to caveat that even if he still does that, he may not have as much flexibility as he would with just a regular Phantom 4 Pro. Gotcha. In assuming that he still has access to GPS for GCPs, okay? Understood. There's a lot in that formula, but to answer his question, if he gets the remote, can he use other third-party apps other than GS Pro to control his P4P RTK, thus opening it up to acquire different types of images to fulfill different types of jobs? The answer is mostly yes, but there are still 
very few instances, not even very few, there are still instances where the workflow is so much more complex and using the RTK that you just sit there scratching your head wondering, why the hell am I not just flying my Phantom right now? Hmm. That would suck. I've seen that happen <laughs> that so position. much, especially uh, with the 210 RTK, because you're like, uh, you have an M210 RTK and you're mapping with it. This has literally happened before, by the way. And they're like, yeah, I just got it from oh, whatever in Utah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, or, oh, I just got it wherever in LA. It doesn't matter where they got it from. This happens with every dealer, okay? It doesn't matter. There's no one to call out or single out, okay? Here's what matters. At a training, I literally watched someone. I asked them this question. I said, hold on. So you're flying an M210 RTK with an X5 and you're mapping. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, so what, so what N-trip connection are you using? <laughs> using SmartNet, like... Which N-Trip connection are you using? I don't connect to N-Trip. Really? And you're using an X5 to map? The thing that focus hunts, thus aka changing the focal length of your map, thus creating now a mean average of ground sampling distance across your map, thus eliminating any viability of quote-unquote precision. And oh yeah, the RTK that you just got is not actually recording RTK data. Do you know what RTK stands for? Real-time kinematic. That means there has to be a real-time connection saying, hey, I know you're here, but you're actually here. Okay, hmm. so I've watched people spend $50,000 and then have those like, oh, moments, right? But it goes to show, let's not make fun of those people. Let's use it as a lesson and as an example to say, really think through what is the deliverable? What are you after? What are you trying to get into? What market are you trying to serve? Okay, what's the workflow? How do you get to that point? And then what drone is going to get you there? Could the answer to that question ultimately land on one of the RTK options? If it's like surveying and they're doing, you know, Altas and it's, okay. you know, Nader mostly, sure. Yeah. Sure. Most of the surveyors that I know that really use the RTKs, they know it's for bare earth models only. They're like orthos only. If I do obliques, I do projects separately, and then I lock down my ortho so I know it's accurate, and then I throw in my obliques and manual tie point them in to get the georeferencing information. Corners. Voila. Yes. <laughs> Literally that simple. <laughs> well, so, yeah. I got to say, I'm really grateful for some surveyors that are our friends because like, it's really shown me how industries are very interesting, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, it's like any industry, you get all types, especially an industry that's been around for a long, long time. You get, you just get all types, right? George Washington was a surveyor. Really? Yes, he was. Huh. Interesting. So, yep. Cartography. Well, the technology they used back then. That's probably pretty fascinating. A uh, tripod, a, uh, a line, a level. Yeah. And, and some great tricks. Some of this. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. You almost had to be way smarter back then <laughs> to figure that stuff out than you do now because it's so much of it is done for us, which makes us ultimately smarter, I guess. But anyways, well, thank you for the answer. Thank you for joining me on another show. I know it's been a while since we have recorded one, it's but been it's been very hectic around here because yeah. live classes really, that's kind of like all we can do when we do that for a week. Yeah, so, it, is. it um, is. It's something to consider. But anyway, thank you again for joining us. Um, hopefully, hopefully, 
uh, you learn something from this. Hopefully, um, hopefully we helped you. That's all I have to say. I, I really don't know what else to say. I just, at a time with so much civil unrest going on out there, I just ask all of you, whether you agree with my stance or not, please just remember, we are all human. Please. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.